Welcome everybody to Old Ass Movie Reviews. I'm Dave, that's Scott. Today's review is of Elvis. Yes. Otherwise known as Elvis the Pelvis. Elvis the Pelvis. <laughs> this was a, uh, a movie that just came out what, last year? 2022. Uh, Baz Luhrmann. Um, He's the uh, the director, correct? Yeah, starring, yeah. Yeah, starring Austin Butler as Elvis and Tom Hanks as Colonel Tom Parker, the snowman. Yeah. Uh, what an appropriate name. Right. <laughs> what uh, a con the, man. <laughs> I'm going to go through these real quick. Just not Please all do. Of them, but I want to go through a few of them. Uh, like you said, the director was Boz Lerman. The writers, there was three writers on IMBD. Boz Lerman, Sam Brommel, and Craig Pierce. Uh, the crew and cast is the hundreds, but I'm just going to go to the cast and only do a few of them. Like you said, Austin Butler, Tom Hanks, Olivia DeJong was Priscilla. Helen Thompson was Gladys. Richard Roxborough, Roxburg? Roxburg mm. was Vernon. This is the guy that I was trying to find out who it was. This is the guy that I was really He looks so familiar, man. Kelvin Harrison Jr. played B.B. King. Ah. was the young guy that he knew that was B.B. Yeah. King. Uh, David Wen Wenham was young or was Hank Snow. Uh, I want to find one more. There was a nice... <laughs> Gary Clark Jr. was Arthur Big Boy... Brought up, I think that was the guy in the blues bar when they were the kids looking through the yeah. rusted wall. Yeah. This is the lady. This is who I wanted to know who this is. I'm gonna I'm still gonna look her up because it's only one name. Yola. She played Sister Rosetta Tharp. Now, if you guys don't know who Sister Rosetta Tharp is, I always thought it was Thorpe. But anyway, they have it as, as Tharp. She was a, a blues singer, gospel singer, and she could play the hell out of a guitar. Mm -hmm. I've got her saved on my oh, yeah. um, Spotify. Yes, I, I highly that. recommend people look her up. I um, found some old videos of her on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Holy cow. Not only yeah. can she sing, but she, she plays the hell out Dude. of a Power man, no, no lie. Um, but there was a guy here, he is Alton Mason played Little Richard. Holy cow, <laughs> yeah, he was people, good, think, man. All these guys were doing their own singing, mm -hmm. so that, that's what I'm going They by. were all the that way down guy, to Austin he, Butler. He, he had Little Richard down, did he? he little man. Richard down, man. But uh, that's I just wanted to give like the big, the big yeah. names that I thought were really interesting in the movie. There's like 200 names listed, I'm not reading them all. No. Um, but I know how I feel about the movie. I texted you a little bit last night yeah. while I was watching it. I want to hear your opinion first, and then I'll give you sure. what, what sure. I think sure. of the movie and how, sure. how I think it rolls out. <laughs> I actually really enjoy this movie. Uh, the issues I have, and I do have some. <clears throat> um, some people may have zero issue with this. This might right. be my first Boz Lerman film. I can see a very artistic director involved right. in this uh all the way down from music choices of blending i'm going to talk about this here in a minute the blending yeah. of modern hip-hop with old uh r&b and blues and everything was right, right. it really threw me off but i think i understand where he was going with this and um 
just the use of color, the sets, the the costuming. This is um, a musical that's not a musical. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it is a music it's more, biopic. It's more movie with a lot of music. It's a movie with a lot of music, but it feels like a musical in the way I see the cast members and yeah. the different sounds and stuff. The way they recreated Beale Street, because it looked like the whole thing was on a set, was really cool with the camera drops into the windows yeah. to see the... Oh, man, uh, that was neat. But anyhow, what did I think of the movie? I like it. I learned some stuff about Elvis that I'm not familiar with. Um, right. Right. And one of the things I text you, when the movie ended... I about shit that I was watching the movie last night on the anniversary of Elvis's death. And it's like, are you kidding me? How did that of happen? All of the dates for me to forget. I, Cause I'm, I'm a huge Elvis fan. Yeah. I, I've, I've read a lot of books about Elvis. Some of the stuff I, I see in here, I've, I've kind of read and kind of know, mm -hmm. but some of it either seems to me out of whack, but I guess because of the time constraint of the movie, mm -hmm. you have to kind of blend stuff together. I, I, Oh, I like the guy that they had playing Elvis. That cat he was good. I've seen him in interviews, and he really does sound like him anyway. Mm -hmm. So, cat was well telling cast. me cat said that he had to have voice, um, voice lessons. I'm sure. And the way she made it sound, and I wanted to look this up, or or I wanted to ask her because she she'd keep me from looking for three hours online. Whether it was. Um, for his singing voice or for his actual, like, just speaking voice. Oh. And it sounded like it was for his speaking voice. And I'm wondering if he got to sound like Elvis and he had done it for so long for the movie that now it's just natural and he can't get out of it. You know, and it could or be if because he just he... naturally sounds like Elvis like yeah you know he I mean? may have some of that dialect already but yeah because yeah, he I, I guarantee he had to be trained to sound like him and he did it yeah. really well and I read I wanted to see if that was him singing and yes it right. is 100% him at the beginning yeah, by the time it gets to the end they do like they did in the uh in the Freddie Mercury movie they blend mm -hmm. Austin and um Elvis's voice together right. to to make it and it worked so well um Dude, the makeup, one of the things that's neat about this movie, I couldn't tell a lot of times between archival footage and actual movie. That, that's what I was going to say. There, there were a couple of shots that, especially at the end, in the last concert, yeah. they start out with, uh, I'm sorry, I, I forget the kid's name, with Austin, Austin Butler singing. And he's, I don't want to say a fat suit because it's not a fat suit. No, but, but they make him, him look fat. The heavy Elvis, <laughs> but they make him look really heavy. And he's at the piano and he's playing. God, he looks rough. <laughs> and boy, he looked well, he did look rough. At, yeah, he was really bad near the end. Yeah. But Butler's singing, he's playing the piano, the guy's holding the mic. And I'm like, oh my God, I remember watching these on TV. I remember watching mm -hmm. the Elvis uh, live from Hawaii, the worldwide. Yeah. The most oh, people was, had ever seen yeah. any one man sing at the same time ever. That that was it. Uh, but they cut away like when Austin Butler is singing, and when they come back, it's actual footage of Elvis singing. Mm -hmm. And I was, and I had to sit there uh, for a second and, and and think. Now, is that really Elvis, or is that still? 
Austin. And then I realized that's like you said, that's archival footage. That's really, that's really film footage of Elvis Presley singing. Holy crap. Yeah. You know, I, I am very happy and very sad in the same breath that, um, Lisa Marie got to see the movie before she died. I know. Because I think, I think this is something she really wanted to have done. And I think she needed to see it. Thankfully, um, that poor kid had a rough life, but we won't talk about her right now. Mm-hmm. I, my my thing, oh, to the movie itself, mm-hmm. there are big chunks of this. There's a lot that I like about this. I love um, the sets, the set design, yeah. the color choice, the way they they blast you with color. Like I said, there's a lot back, of artistic decisions yeah, here. Pull back sometimes. What gets me is the storytelling. Mm-hmm. It's the like you said, it's the artistic storytelling. It's hard. This didn't need to be done that way, in my opinion. In mm-hmm. my opinion, and I'm just one man. I take up two right. feet. <laughs> you know, <laughs> consider it how you want to, folks. Uh, I would have much preferred a very linear, much more linear way mm-hmm. of storytelling. They do jump back a lot throughout the movie. They're just jumping. Yeah, it's all over the backwards, place, sideways. You know, mm-hmm. it gets. I don't want to say confusing because I was never really super confused, but it took me out of the movie every time they did it. Yeah. And and to be fair, when we've done the movies in the past that edit in the same sort of style, yeah. you have the exact same critique. So yeah. it's and, and I get it. You know, it, it is a, a choice. And it was kind of off putting. What threw me was and I it wasn't until I got to the end that I realized what a good decision this was, was it threw me off to see this being told through the eyes of Colonel Tom Parker. Yeah. Yeah. And how he did not see himself as a bad guy. No, he didn't see himself as a villain at all. So it was, it was really neat to see that and to see it through there and get a different, it was just different. Um, Mm -hmm. This is not your standard music (laughs) biopic uh, movie. It is, it's very artistic. Like you said, with the back and forth and the color choices and the sound choices. Um, the overall bit of it, it's a sad movie. Um, oh, yeah. You see yeah. just how incredibly manipulated Elvis was. How he was, Tom Parker put a carrot on a stick in front of him and just, you know, one more time, we'll do this. Yeah. And when Elvis... And he fell for Elvis, it every damn time. He did, because he wanted, he trusted him. Tom, without Tom, who knows where Elvis would have been? Tom does right. deserve credit for bringing him into the forefront, you know, and getting him the play that he did. He does, but but that only goes so far. <laughs> yeah, that that can only go so far. Yeah, my thought process on this is very, very medieval. All right, mm-hmm. with a guy like Tom Parker, you have to go medieval on his ass. That's all there is to it. At some point, if he doesn't let you just walk away and take a very small payoff, you got to do what they used to do. Mm-hmm. In the old days, is all I'm going to say. Well, take that the way you folks want to, but some some people just got to pay. Well, and, I and mean, he he deserved are. it, but he uh, I think he ended up paying karmically in in the end. Uh, I think so too. I really he really know. did. When but what I I did some research on him and was because I was trying to figure out why this Dutch man or mm-hmm. guy from the Netherlands or Holland or wherever he showed up, right. well, same place, yeah, um, yeah. 
why he wouldn't leave the U.S. and what dirt did people have on him? Oh, he's probably um, a freaking is, Nazi. <laughs> well, that was my first thought. And yeah. then I also saw he left in 1929 uh, after uh, allegedly killing a woman. Oh, okay. So he his name wasn't Tom Parker. No, uh, no, I know that he didn't last there. long in the military. Um, so he was a con man. And he'd make here's the thing, he doesn't deny it. No, no, he, he, he owns that. No, he he owns he's the snowman, you know. And this this is what surprised me because as a kid, like my memory watching him give interviews, I remember him speaking with a southern accent. I don't ever remember him speaking with a Dutch or a German-esque ac accent at all. That is so one of my when, critiques of the film. When Tom Hanks was playing him, I was like, I don't ever, I don't remember. Did he? I don't know. I've never, I, you know, other than in interviews, I, I only heard him sound like a Southerner. Yeah. That's how I remember. Maybe I'm having another Mandela effect. I don't know. It, and it might be. Um, my <laughs> critique of it, it, it's great if you want to keep it. If Tom Parker really talked like that and had such a thick right. accent, my old ass ears had trouble understanding every damn word that came out of his mouth. Um, and that was just because I could I'm not used to hearing that accent. And it's just it was right. really it was hard for me. I almost want, turned on subtitles so I could enjoy the movie. And that's hard. <laughs> so. What's funny is what you just said. I've heard that as a critique. I didn't understand the critique because I hadn't seen the movie. Other people were saying yeah. that they had a problem with with Tom Hanks's depiction really? of the character. And that I'm guessing was the fact that he used the accent. Yeah. I, you know, but again, if it was accurate, then good. If I, not, yeah. then it was a tough, a bad choice. Uh, yeah. It was a bad so choice. It must've been yeah. accurate because they, they went in so deep on a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, it showed so much, but you know, I, I said, this is a sad movie, but yeah, I think, I think what's really important to take away from this is Elvis shined the most when he stuck to his roots and stuck with what made him happy, which was blues and gospel. Mm -hmm. And yeah. he when he was allowed to do it and when he, you know, shoved that Christmas special right in their face and said, fuck you, I'm going to do it and do his thing and shake his right. hips. And, you know, I love back when he was, you know, got arrested. He's wiggling, started wiggling with that. And just I, went I've all actually out. heard that story before. About yes, the, I have to. I've heard the story. So that yeah. was, was pretty damn funny to see him do it. I applaud him for being himself and holding to his roots. And he knew what made him happy. Even in the yeah. end, he couldn't break away from it and it killed him. I just wish he could have. Yeah, you know, because I know. Would he still be around? Probably not, because I think I've read like several different reasons of why he died. A lot of people say it was because of the drugs, which I'm sure didn't help. But I think he also had cancer. Hmm. I think that I just remember reading that. I, I, May have been one of those things that was a rumor and then it was cleared up. I don't know. I don't remember. Well, I, I didn't recheck re it. But that's I, I remember that was like one of the things that a cancer drug some will do will will be to puff you up quite a bit. And heart failure and he, will too. So yeah, and if he was already gaining weight and he was taking this this stuff and it just multiplied, was, and it's not it's not a good he was only 42, 42, yeah. man. 42. His mom died when she was 42 also. Oh, and here's a that. story that he always thought he was going to die when he was 42. 
I've read in several different biographies of his that people said that he he grasped onto that like after his mom died, that he mm. was going to die young. He was going to die when he was 42. And it was I think it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. That could have been. Yeah, yeah. He basically killed himself without killing himself, uh, which is sad yeah. because the guy was such. Oh, my God. He was one of the first guys that tried to integrate the audiences at his concert. Yes. And yes. they didn't like that. They, I mean, they really, this, I mean, this is the, when I say they, I'm talking about um, politicians, mm-hmm. the media, the, mm-hmm. the same people we have trouble with today, folks. Doing the exact same, same thing. That were having trouble back then. And they're doing the exact yeah. same shit. They're just using, in some cases, they're using a new group of people. But mm-hmm. in most cases, they're using the same two groups. Yeah. And guess exactly. what? A lot of the two the, the two groups are over that shit. <laughs> We're you. over it. <laughs> we see, We've we see you. Each other. Yeah. We've had kids with each other. Yeah. That's why they're bringing in new groups to, for everybody yeah. to fight about. This is, this is one of the things that just irritated me so much in the movie. And it's only because I really have a hard time. I shouldn't. I should should shouldn't have any hard time believing that people are this fucking stupid mm-hmm. over all it just I racism to me is absolutely stupid. It makes no no sense yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Any of this stuff. And it's just like I really wish these people would die and uh we could move on. And that's right. you know, we we can do better as people. And that and it's it's frustrating. So seeing Elvis do I w- I want to talk about something real quick with Elvis. Yeah, go ahead. Um you know, a lot of people say, oh, he stole black music and he did this. I was like, no, he didn't. Elvis grew up in this. This yeah. is the people Elvis grew up with. This is the music yeah, he grew up friends. listening. And guess what? Because of the time, the only person that could get this music out, unfortunately, yeah. was a white guy. Because nobody was going to listen to the the black artist that Sun Records was trying to promote and trying to oh. do right with. And so Elvis... You know, he made it popular and we and this is where I think Boz Lerman wanted to take modern hip hop, mix it in and show mm. the influence that Elvis has had throughout the time. I yeah. found it jarring and it kind of took me out. Yeah, that, that was but one I think of my that's where he was going with it. Some of, some of his music choices was yeah. like, that's not that, that's a valid critique. Do it. Elvis Presley, they did an album a few many years ago, uh, Second to None. Mm-hmm. And they did some a DJ mix, and I forgot the DJ's name, but the guy came in and remixed a couple of like um, Rubbernecking and yeah, a little less conversation or what? A little less conversation. He did these yeah. like two, two or three songs, and he did this really kick-ass mix. They're a good mix, and yeah. I I crank those fuckers up. Let me tell you, yeah. when I'm driving down the road, one of those on, I crank it. But Absolutely. if he would have used that sort of a mix, I think it would have been easier because it had more that feel. Did, yeah, he used completely different music, a completely mm. different sound, and it was very jarring for me. It was. It was. Um, but Maybe again, not to some, but to me and you, it was. Yeah. It's the editing, the storytelling was really wonky. It, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I like the movie. I just don't know. If you're a Quentin Tarantino fan of uh, Pulp Fiction, you'll like this movie. Because of the editing, and now um, this isn't story. This isn't story. This is the way the story is told in the editing. If you could follow Pulp Fiction with no problem, and you love, you think it's a freaking masterpiece. 
you'll like this movie with no problem. As I think far it's as easier to follow than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is much easier to follow. And yet I don't have the same problem with Pulp Fiction that I do with so many other movies that pull try to pull this off. Well, and yeah. I think part of it is with Pulp Fiction, I I could follow that very easily. It wasn't as jarring because I kind of figured out what they were doing early on. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting a linear story. I wasn't expecting not a linear story. But with a biography, I think you need to tell it. And I know it's boring to do it this way. A to Z. You need, you know, that's my, it didn't seem that I I, I get it. To me, it wasn't that, that out of order that it caused Mm -hmm. me that, but this is just because we have different tastes and different, you know, things. So it, um, I get it. It's, uh, you know, it, it was, it did throw me off when I started watching it. It took a while. Um, Mm -hmm. it does. You can, you can tell a story in any order. Yeah. You can take, I can take a screenplay, mix up every single scene, throw them up in the air, put it back together, film the movie in that order, play it in that order, and your brain will put it together. Is it easy? No. Is it tedious? No. Yes. Is it, is it, is it, does it hurt your head sometimes? Yes. But you can yeah. do it. Should you do it? I don't know. You know, so it's that. For me, it's the, you want to make it as easy as possible to follow the story. Mm-hmm. For the person watching, that here's another thing for me: the length. It was two hours and thirty nine minutes. It was time. a long movie. I think you could have cut an easy forty to forty five minutes out of this movie. I'll say thirty, but yeah, it definitely could have uh, been trimmed quite a bit. But that's again, that's me. I know it. I looked at this movie, and there was a point last night where I'm like, "How in the how long is this?" I was thinking I got the taken same out thing at some point, and it was hard for me to get back into it. I was like. Yeah. I hit the button. I'm like, Jesus, man, there's still an hour left in this. I know thing. I did the same thing. It's like, damn, yeah, it was so long, but I, think, I was entertained. Oh, sh- it was. Yeah, it's good. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's I'm sure there's your me. <laughs> it was me. Uh, it, it's a. It's a good movie. It's got it's. It's got a lot of good in it. I, I will say that it has a lot of good yeah. in the movie. It's got a lot of things that I find troublesome and bothersome it's with some of the music choices it's Mm -hmm. with the editing Mm -hmm. it's with uh the the revisit of the editing like there are certain points in the story that they already told and talked about later on you're almost to the end of the movie they're going back to visit whatever moment for no reason notice that i noticed that it's like wait a minute why Um, are you going back to that point there's that's not even yeah that has nothing to do with what's going on right now You know, I I could have understood if it would have been like the first time he met Priscilla as he's getting on the plane. And it's like, oh, the first time I met my 13 year old wife is or 15, however the hell she was when she got married. It's (laughs) like, like okay, uh, I could understand that kind of a memory back, you know, throwback. But some of them were just really awkward, I felt. Um, Yeah. But man, that kid, that that kid, he looked like Elvis. He sounded like Elvis. He he had the moves. And I was sitting there. Here's what's funny. You and I talked about, like, who else could play Han Solo? This kid could play Han Solo. He absolutely no could. Problem. He's got so much this swagger. His mother's got some swagger. And, you know, My if you want to be God. a little bit younger Han Solo, a little bit, you know, this kid could pull off Han Solo with no problem. 
hey there, Boba Fett. I'm going to fight you. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) But this cat, I mean, seriously, if they don't want to use the other guy or the other guy doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Hollywood, you know, somebody at Jesus, get rid of KK for crying out loud already and just hire this cat to do the movies. Any Han Solo part. Just yeah. Give him a good yeah. writing part too. It's it's well written. I do like the movie. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'd like to see the script. I'd like to read the script and see how it's set up. But I like watch watching not not watching. I like reading. I like reading scripts anyway. So yeah. I always find yeah. them interesting to see. I would imagine the script movie. The script itself may actually be in chronological order. A lot of times, uh, writers or filmmakers will do yeah. a jump. Just because, oh shit, my pacing's really slow. I've got to get something. Yeah. Hey, we've got an action scene here. We can drop it here as a flashback or something to keep right. the momentum going. So a lot of times things are rearranged to keep it going. Yeah, this yeah. movie, I don't think had that because it is long and that is a critique. I think it's overly yeah. long, um, but I think it's also really good. But if you didn't have Austin Butler as Elvis, this movie wouldn't have the same effect. I think just seeing yeah. how he... I felt he nailed it. I really oh, think yeah. he nailed it so good. I, at no point did I think, oh, this is somebody playing Elvis. I thought I was watching Elvis. You know, he, yeah. he sold there, me on Elvis. There was a couple of times where he turned his head or he was walking on stage at one point and he turns around and he's like, he's just got yeah. that three-quarter cockeye view. And I, I literally would go backwards and then pause it and look at him and go, Jesus. Jesus, that kid. That kid nailed Elvis. He nailed he the did. look. He nailed the the like you said the swagger. He yeah. everything everything about about he was there. He, it, yeah. It's almost like the spirit of Elvis went down and touched him and said, "Listen here, young Buckaroo, you're gonna be me <laughs> for a couple hours. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. Give me a peanut butter." It is almost like he was possessed by the ghost of Elvis. Absolutely, yeah, but like. I would like to see that kid come out of an interview and go, I don't even remember filming any of this. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't remember any of it. I was not there. That was not me. That I have, was not me. Yeah, I, have, me. <laughs> I haven't looked it up because uh, I'm sure somebody has asked Priscilla this, but I wonder what she felt watching this movie. What it was like to see somebody portray. Well, I don't even know yeah. if she went to the premiere or anything. I don't know. I'm sure she's seen it. So, yeah, um, oh yeah, she, she must have seen it by now. I'm, I'm curious. I'm. She probably saw it before anybody else. I mean, this is true. She may have. I'm. I'm. Yeah. So, I, I'm just curious what it would. You know, because it's. It had to be hard. It yeah, had to be hard. Like, um, could you watch it? I don't know if I could watch it. I don't know if I could either. I, I, don't, I don't know, know if I, I could watch it. Probably not. So I don't know. It was just a curiosity. It's like, well, I wonder yeah. what she thinks of it. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, they, they did a lot of good. A lot of good. They stuff did. There. They did. I will say this. I think the movie Texas Red did a better juke joint than uh, this movie. I, Jesus, I keep forgetting to watch Texas Red. I want to. Uh, the opening got, scene is a juke joint with Cedric Burnside playing, and it is so good, man. So oh, good. Yeah, and it's, 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 and it's got Burnside, it's his grandson? Yeah, I think so. I think it's his grand. I think you said it was yeah. his grandson. I think I remember so, yeah. seeing the name. He, and I called he's you a up. phenomenal I like, musician. Yeah. You're like, how the hell did you know that? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you were into blues until then, but yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So yeah, that's why that scene in Elvis is 
is such a nice scene with the guy playing the blues yeah. and the two people dancing. It's like, oh boy, that nobody wanted their kid to go to a blues joint, man. Yeah. But for that, that's sex. That's the devil's yeah. music. So go watch the first five minutes of Texas Red and tell me what you think of that juke joint scene. Oh, yes. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch that tonight. Hey. Yeah. In 900 degree weather. Um, I'm only in there about a minute or two, but you'll see me. <laughs> are you the blues man? Huh? Are you the black blues player? No, I, I'm uh, somebody who's typical of that time period, a racist oh, uh, okay. shithead. So anyway. Uh, you sure do get typecast. <laughs> I do. I do. I either die or I say words that I can't repeat right now. Uh, yeah, but you're getting paid for it the other way. So, and no exactly. I'll get canceled here. I can do yeah. it in the yeah. yeah. I can do it in the movie. I can't do it here. How how right. ironic. How ironic. That's a whole nother topic. <laughs> that is another topic. Well, yeah. That's a, uh, uh, yeah anyway. Movie, I, I have to say, I'm going to finish up from my end. Yes. And I may you may add something I don't know that I that I comment on. But for me, I I have a hard time telling anybody, yes, rush out and watch this movie. But then there's a part of me that says, watch this movie because it's Elvis. It's it's mm-hmm. it's it's good. There, like I said, there are huge swaths of it that are just so good to watch. It's a little long, could have been tightened up. The editing bothers me, some of the music choices bother me. But all in all, I enjoyed the movie. Will I watch it again anytime soon? No, because it's mm. abundantly long for me. It is very long. It's, like I said, two hours, I think 39 minutes. And it seems like a four-hour movie. That's, it does. They're, they're, and I don't know why, because there's a lot of stuff going on constantly. I don't know that any point in this movie that it ever actually slows down. No, I mean, it, maybe, it really doesn't. You would just have no. to take out some scenes that, and I, I hesitate to say that aren't necessary. Um, yeah, that's the problem. Like, I, I don't know what you'd cut out of this movie. I'd like to shorten it to make it quicker, but I think that he hit all the beats he wanted to make sure he portrayed uh, Parker and Elvis and Vernon and Gladys and Priscilla the way that he wanted to. Yeah, um, his dad was a piece of white yeah. trash. We're just, I'm going to call him what he is. He was a piece of white trash, always was, and that's yeah. another thing. I don't know didn't... enough about Vernon to to know how accurate this movie was. Because, I mean, they didn't they, they did show, uh, I'm not going get, to get on the guy for a bad check at the beginning right. and going to debtor's right. prison or whatever. But right. uh, later on, he, he crossed a line for me where he put money over his son when oh, yeah. Elvis yeah. is passed out and... He, they did a good point of showing just how Weasley he was at that that point. Oh yeah, and but that was his dad his, his whole life. Was it okay? Yeah. So, so. Th- there are things that I watched in this movie that I was like, oh, because oh, they hit really close to home. Uh, mm. <laughs> but understood. You know, like, you're just like, wow, how could anybody let the, you know, Parker get away with that? How could how could anybody around him let his dad get away with that when you're seeing yeah. it? But a lot of his friends weren't any better. I mean, a lot of his well, they, friends they, were they made a point too. to point that out that they were yeah. they were you know yeah a lot of his friends him were just trash hangers on you know the the few people that did care about him probably weren't strong enough to get him away you know they probably didn't know what to do they thought if I'm with him I can help him you know yeah and that's all I can come up with because yeah. yeah there's 
when you get that big, there's a lot of hangers on and you got to be real careful with who you have hang on. Yeah. I mean, the, the sad thing is Priscilla saw it and still couldn't get him, get him out of it. Um, right. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a sad movie, but one of the things I took away from it is I love the portrayal of his mother, um, at least yeah. at the beginning, how much she supported him. And all these people out there just being so hateful and freaking out over right. some gyrating hips. And she's yeah. like, he's doing what the Lord gave him to do. You know, it's this is a God-given gift. Yeah. And she's laughing about a lot of it. Like, yeah. that's funny. Look, that my son's great. Look at that. He's that's funny. She didn't see it as everybody else saw it. She just thought it was cute and funny. There, there's a theme in here of Elvis crossing racial lines and yeah. you know there's a a theme of unity um yeah. yeah in it and it really starts off early when he goes to that revival and he feels oh, yeah. the spirit and yeah. when the black kids try and stop him and they're like no no he's got the spirit let him yeah. go and that yeah, and was the, black, I, the old black church ladies are like no no yeah. no like like just, just yeah let him do and it let him do it and you know what that was that was a mutual thing, and yeah, that was yeah. a probably a turning point. Elvis had such a love for the black gospel music, and yeah, I, you know, this is one of the things I love about the movie. It's Elvis. It's Elvis music. Elvis. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the biggest thing is for me. If you if you an Elvis fan, like I'm a huge Elvis watch fan, it. I will watch just about anything with an Elvis theme to it because I I find it very mostly fun like if, if you wanted to watch any elvis movies i will like i'm there but yeah <laughs> we they, may they have are, to. <laughs> I, I just love elvis movies i can't help it um watch it, it it's it's worth a watch i just yes. it's gonna be long it's just gonna be long mm -hmm. it, it's mm -hmm. not like it. justice league snyder cut long but it's long yeah you know yeah, it's it's a good I, I do say if you're a fan of Elvis, you have to watch it. You just yeah. just have to. And you probably already have took Dave and I a while to get to it because I just yeah. I just I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. <laughs> so. Yeah, there, well, we, when we came up with what movies to watch for the music type movies, this this did. The, I think you brought it up initially. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Why? Why haven't we watched this yet? Of course. Yeah, we got to watch it. <laughs> yeah, Stop absolutely. It. Absolutely. Ooh, yeah, stop. well, you don't need wheels. Where we're going, we don't need wheels, Marty. I'm just okay. going to be at a lean like this whenever she chews the wheel. <laughs> like, well, so okay. anyway, folks, thank you for joining us today as we talk about Baz Luhrmann's uh, Elvis. Mm -hmm. We both say watch it if you like Elvis. If you don't yes, like Elvis, absolutely. you could... You could miss it. Uh, no watching it. <laughs> yeah, no, because you, you chances are if you like Elvis, you've already watched it. Uh, we were just yeah. a little late to the party, and so here we are. So Thanks again for watching and listening. Uh, hit the like, hit the subscribe, hit the share. Check us out on YouTube, Rumble, Facebook, and wherever you listen to your podcast. We will catch you next week with something. I don't know what. Yes, as Dave flies away.